The Doctrine and Devotion Southwest Conference is going down on Saturday, March 21st at 10 a.m. in Burleson, Texas. Where's it going to go down at, Jimmy? Ooh, it's Grace View Baptist Church. Not Grace Baptist Church. Grace, Grace View. View. They have a view of grace. They see it. It's out there somewhere, but they're, they're looking yeah. at it. Well, from a distance. Yeah, with, but from not within, close. But not going but no, out. No, it's, it's not Grace Immersed Baptist Church. It's Grace View. Grace View. They have the view, view of, of grace. grace. They like to look. Mm. You know, they don't want to get involved too much with that. Um, love that church. Love those people. You know, my wife uh, taught a Bible conference there for the ladies one year, mm-hmm. and uh, they've never invited her back. So anyways... Um, <laughs> the same thing with me, by the way. They haven't invited me back. We had to invite ourselves back for this conference. Mm-hmm. The conference is Contending for the Gospel, Protecting Orthodoxy, and Promoting Unity. Go over to DoctrineAndDevotion.com for all the details and register today. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jim Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, buddy. What up? What just happened? Nothing just happened. Uh, you got I'm silent. just doing my thing. You're doing your thing. We do our things different, separately. Yeah, so, so I don't know what you're talking about. You're doing your thing over there, yep. and I'm doing my thing over here. What's going on? I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't know what's going on because I'm not with you ever, apparently, like when you go to Vegas. Okay. Go. <laughs> two things. One, you it was go. a last-minute trip. Okay, so? Uh, two, you're not going you're not gonna to go. I'm more into UFC you and MMA than go. you are. You Yes, but yeah. you would not go. I would go. No, you wouldn't. You had to preach on Sunday. Heart. First of all, I'll take the red eye back. Second of mm. all, I got people that can preach. Yeah, you you. I would have gone. I would have gone. I did not. I did you not didn't even get the think, tickets. You didn't even think about inviting me. Uh, no, 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 I, no, no, no. I did. No, you didn't. Yes, uh, I oh, did. then you chose Greg. Yeah, I saw. This yeah. is true. Yes, mm-hmm. that, that's yeah. that, that's the exact. Yeah. you got the frame. Yeah. you got the exact mm-hmm. time frame. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. no, I didn't find out till like late Wednesday night. I got a phone call. Oh man, wow. Wednesday, Wednesday, and I left Friday morning. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's almost a week. <laughs> You're so you no. uh, whatever, dude. I'm glad. You know how you know how annoying it is mm. getting all these text messages and, and social media messages. Hey Joe, how are the fights? Hey, did you have a good time in <laughs> Vegas? Because you're posting on the Doctrine and Devotion uh, social media thing. They all think I'm there with you. Uh, no, it's not me. It's Handsome Greg, the lawyer. Yep, Esquire. <laughs> all right, so I got to give you this picture. Yeah, you know what this dude did? Greg? So we're going. Yeah, we're going for two nights. Mm-hmm. Two nights. Right. What would you pack for a two night trip? Just oh, well, carry on. That would be it. Just a carry on, like your backpack, something like that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I have one bag. Yeah. Yeah. He had a a roller and a bag. He's a dandy. He is. No, listen. He is a dandy. Two bags. He's, yeah. There also might have been a third. He had a third. Uh, no, he was carry. He, had, he was holding on. I took a photo. I'm like, this looks really good because oh, yeah. he had Mark's Mark's bag. You made him carry another man's bag. Yeah, I decided to make him carry mine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, but yeah, two bags, yeah. two bags for two nights. Who does that? I would have carried everybody's bag if I got invited for a free trip to <laughs> Vegas. But whatever, man, it's fine, man. Just you know, Conor McGregor and 
the only satisfying part is is that you went there and you were and the fight was forty seconds oh, long. Man, that was satisfying. Wonderful. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. It, it was funny. Is I was telling my son Eli, he's like, "Oh wow," and I'm like, "Here's the thing, Eli." And honestly, I even if I wanted to go, which I did, I couldn't go. Yeah, I, I know. That's why I, I don't even ask you. I don't even I, ask you to make you feel bad. But even if I could go, I wouldn't want to go to a, a typical Conor McGregor fight. Any really good fight, I'd rather watch on TV because viewing the fight is very important to me. Yeah, yeah. Being at the event is a different experience. It's a different thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this turned out to be the perfect one to go to because you're not missing anything because he knocks the guy out in 40 seconds. Yeah. Now, and uh, from my seats, you weren't missing anything. You were missing a lot. I, I saw where your seats were. I'm actually very familiar with the layout of the arena. And uh, you've, oh, you've been there. Yeah. I, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is I know what you can and can't see from yeah. ringside, yeah. which is where Rogan is at. Much yeah, yeah. He's right there, and he can't see things half the time. Well, because, first of all, oh, yeah, Rogan. Sorry, yeah. I was talking about Dana White. I've also got a picture of Dana White while the matches are going Don't on. Don't try to talk to me about MMA. Okay, because I, I know what I'm talking about. So, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, he yeah. was uh, watching college basketball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you sent me one of many pictures of you having a good time in Vegas at UFC. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. seats were great. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out. Thank yeah, you, Izzy. They're all right. They're all right. Thanks, yeah. Izzy, for those seats. Yeah. Very, very wonderful. Yeah. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I'm not thanking you for anything, Izzy. No, I'm, I'm thanking Izzy. Izzy. He got. I don't God. even like your soda. What stupid soda? <laughs> Why you, you know what I got? You know what I got when I was here? Mm, when you, you were got? there, I was in a blizzard. That's what I was. I was oh. driving home from Chicago. How long is it supposed to take me to get uh, from where I was? You knew where I was in the city yeah. and uptown to drive here. Th- that should be about 120 by, by yeah, about an hour o- and a half, yeah. over two hours. To get home in that mess. That's oh, what I was doing. Oh, sorry, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, you should be sorry. Yeah. You left me? Whatever. Hey, we, nobody cares about this. We no. should talk about uh, the civil magistrate. Yep, yep. Learning uh, learning how to respect people, Joe. You know, respecting your people those in authority. authority. Yeah, well, you, you know? should be respecting me. What do you mean? brand. So uh, I, was, I was on the Babylon B podcast. You're on the what? Babylon B podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah but say that's some, a, that's a big say deal. Say some, some things you shouldn't be saying. No, that, listen, you, did you listen to it? No. No, I was, yeah, I was away. Yeah. No, I didn't say anything inappropriate. I was going to listen to it. Would they edit it out? Nope. Did they edit it? No. No, they didn't. Did it just you... wasn't as bad as, as, oh, as you the thought. Oh, way, the way you made it sound no, to me? No, that's what I said. I said what I told you I said. Oh. It's just it's not that bad. It just was, it was, it was, it came off differently? Yeah, it, was, it was fine. It okay, was good, good, good. good. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, 24-1. Is that okay? Well, I, I would prefer you start there than 24-2. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and start one. with 24-1. Okay, good. Here you go. God, the supreme Lord and King of all the world, has ordained civil magistrates to be under him, over the people, and for his own glory and the public good. And to this end, has armed them with the power of the sword for defense and encouragement of them that do good and for the punishment of evildoers. Yeah. Yeah, good. So when we're getting into um, you know chapter 24 and we're dealing with government authority, uh, it's important for a number of reasons, and one reason is to establish, you know, biblically and theologically, that we do need governing authorities. Yeah, we. You, anytime you have people together, societies, cultures being developed, um, you need order. You need law and order. Dun dun. Oh. Yeah, you need, you need you need that right in order to make sure that justice and peace is being established. And hmm. God has ordained that there be governing authorities over people yeah. uh, around the world. So it's not that every conceivable governmental system is good or right, but that a system of government is good. We yeah. need a system of government, and of course, a system of government can be better or worse depending on how it's run. Yeah, and but and then. 
but there has to be that purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Purpose for the government uh, and, and its end is for the public good, right? That's what it says there. Public good and to this end has armed them with the power of the sword for defense and encouragement of them that do good and for the punishment of evildoers. So when we're talking here, Joe, he says, hey, the 69 is talking about how uh, has armed them with yep. the power of the sword and that's for public good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the power of the sword, right, the ability to exercise force against other people mm-hmm. is necessary uh, for defense, right? We have to defend our people from threats, domestic, yeah. foreign, whatever. Or, or space. Space Force. Space Force. Did you see that the, their uniforms were just revealed? Yeah, listen, th- this shows you how people don't know anything about the military when they start yes. making fun of those uniforms. Because yeah. the, they're not going to stand out there. <laughs> We're not, the space that's force. not like it's not going to be an individual that's out there just in, yeah, trying to camouflage around. themselves. <laughs> you, you guys, when they're people, just looking for. When, it's, know, they're funny. It's, were, funny. it's funny. the trolling. But yeah. I'm like, it's like okay, but you get you know, that they're yeah. not like gonna. Okay. They're, not, they're not there. Yeah. You got, you're gonna, and you're gonna have members of the space force that are not in space. In fact, most probably won't be yeah. <laughs> on land. But whatever. <laughs> Just people. Yeah. People are just so ready to troll and roll. Which, hey, listen, I'm all game for it. But just if you're making the joke, I just hope you do know mm-hmm. a little bit more. Anyways, um, so yeah, we got to be able to defend the people. Yep. Um, but then also uh, to punish evildoers, right? So the threat of punishment is yeah. for those among your not just defending your people, but so that you can hold your people accountable, whether that's you know prison time or whatever, uh, when they start to harm others. And all of this is, you're right, Jimmy, all of this is for the public good, right? And, and of course, public good is broad. It can apply to a lot of different things. Yeah. So I think that that's helpful. Obviously, Romans 13 is one of those passages that we appeal to when we start looking at the role of government and how we should relate. In Romans 13, 1, it says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Mm. Obviously, I mean, I shouldn't shouldn't say obviously. But this is the ideal. Um, because we have a lot of other scripture passages that indicate otherwise. In fact, I was just walking my kids through Acts where it's like, we must obey God and not you. Hmm. You, you, you pagan dummies tell me I can't tell people about Jesus. I'm going to obey God who's yeah. told me to tell yeah. everybody about Jesus. So, but, so you're, we're subject to the governing authorities um, until they are governing us in an unrighteous way, causing harm or uh, commanding that we do something immoral or against God's will. And so, yeah, they can be a threat to those who are doing good, obviously in communist countries where, like, when the church wants to gather, they put the boot on their neck. Yeah. So um, it can be a very bad thing. The point here is that government has an intended purpose that God holds our leadership mm. accountable to, whether they do it or not. And so that's the idol. That's what we're looking at. Yep. But all this then, when the, saying that, you know, God uh, orders that people need governing authorities, that mm. the uh, the purpose of government is for the public good, whether that's exercised correctly or, or, or not. What's important here, though, is he is the king of kings, right? Yeah, it says it, right? The supreme lord and king of the world yeah. has ordained all this stuff. Yeah. So it's not it's it's not it's not whether uh, Trump is not our savior. 
Right? No. Obama is not our savior. Right? Wasn't. He, well, yeah, he was not and our he's, savior. And he isn't. And he still is not. He who was not and is not and is not to come. That's Obama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's had his eight years. But I mean, this is important to prevent political idolatry, which we see rampant within right. our society today. On every level. Even within conservative Christian Christianity. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, very few people escape from this. It is really easy to so identify with a worldly form of government yeah. that it, on many practical levels, it is as if Jesus is not the Supreme Lord and King. But it's it's your either political party or your candidate or yeah. whatever. And uh, I, I agree with you. I, I think that's a good way to say it, that when we maintain the Lordship of Christ— in our faith individually, and then as a church, it does prevent us from what you called uh, political idolatry. I think that's uh, I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at twenty four two, the second paragraph. Sure. Uh, I'll, I'll, can I go ahead and read that? Or do you want me to go back to number one? Should I start with one, or can I jump to two? I think you should go back to Vegas. Is probably what you should do. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Is there another fight coming, or is there, are we going to go to the Houston one in February? Well, obviously, we aren't going anywhere because so I don't get invited. <laughs> All right. It is lawful for Christians to accept and execute the office of a magistrate when called thereunto mm. in the management whereof, as they ought especially to maintain justice and peace according to the wholesome laws of each kingdom and commonwealth, so for that end they may lawfully now, under the New Testament, wage war upon just and necessary occasions. Mm-hmm. So bottom line mm-hmm. is, believers can serve in political office. Yeah. It's yep. okay, and th- this was this was controversial. I mean, the um, you know certain groups of Christians throughout history have have argued that you have no business serving in any governmental capacity. Can't join the military. Uh, can't serve in an office, uh, a political office. You've got to remain separate and distinct. And the the, the framers of the, of the sixteen eighty or the hackers, since they took it from <laughs> the Presbyterians and the Congregationalists. Um, Understood that no, it is lawful. You can do this so long as you are maintaining justice and peace. Right? You have to operate within the bounds mm. of scripture and well-ordered laws. And and, and the confession links to a few different passages of scripture to support this. Yeah, uh, like Second Samuel twenty-three three. The God of Israel has spoken. The Rock of Israel has said to me, "When one rules justly over men, ruling in the fear of God." Yeah. Um. Psalm 82, 3 and 4, give justice to the weak and the fatherless, maintain the right of the afflicted and the destitute, rescue the weak and the needy, deliver them from the hand of the wicked. Um, so just, just a couple of passages there that, that demonstrate that, yeah, actually, um, you can serve and even have authority yeah. and oversight governmentally as a, as a follower of the Lord. But our aim really should be justice and peace. Now, and I think that should be tangible, right? You remember Micah 6, 8. We're not just supposed to, like, you know, it's not Justice View Baptist Church, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Grace View Baptist Church. Uh, it should be Graceful Baptist Church, okay, guys? Not as well, Graceful, not Grace View. So, like, what we're supposed to do justice and love mercy and walk humbly with God. And so that really should frame a lot of our, our political discussions, our social discussions, as, as, well, what are we actually doing for the cause of God and the gospel, but then also for the good of, of, of our brother man, right, mm. of, our, of our neighbors? So I think that that's really good. Now, it says in here, Jimmy, that... Oh, yes. I, I thought we were going to talk about this one. Wage war mm. with, uh, on necessary occasions. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's permissible. Mm. Well... People don't 
You know we what? Don't, we don't like talking about that. We don't like war. No, well, it was, some people like war. Some we shouldn't people, like war. Yeah, we shouldn't. It's, we shouldn't like, like war. Anybody who knows anything about war knows that war is terrible, right? The the, the quote is "war is hell." Um, and of course, we know what they mean when they say that. Yeah. We we agree with the sentiment. They're not speaking theologically. They just mean it's the worst imaginable affliction, right? It is a terrible thing. Yeah. People fighting against other people, even when it's for an, a necessary and just cause, um, it's a terrifying. Yeah. And and yeah, it's not. It's war is not to be thing. entered into lightly, right? No. I think the problem is is that again, this way this way it comes back to Jesus being supreme Lord and ruler. Because if you look at your country's history and you go, well, every war we've ever been involved in, every military skirmish we've ever been involved with has all been totally on the up and up and good. Mm. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> now, uh, I think we definitely have uh, necessarily and justly stepped in uh, to, to take care of people's problems, like in World War II, mm. for example. What's up, everybody? Not handling your business? We got it. All right, that, that's what America did. Mm. Um, but no, seriously, there. But if you're looking at other situations and other, uh, whether it's a military exercise or whatever, and we don't find fault with the soldiers, they're doing their job. We're saying like, you, you don't, you shouldn't just assume that every endeavor that a government uh, uh, engages yeah. in is okay. We should investigate. We should, you know, be wary of going to war, uh, and it should only be necessary. And for just purposes, and, and when other and, and when every other avenue has been exhausted, yeah, yeah, this is this is this is the last resort. You know, this yeah. is you don't you know, you, you don't have uh, like you know. Well, we, I know a lot of people that that are you know gun guys and gun girls, and they carry conceal. Yeah, and uh, these are people, especially in Illinois, you got to go through sixteen hours of training and education to have a concealed carry license, and it costs a lot of money and all that stuff. Now, uh, they're very well trained and their whole mindset is, I, I don't ever want to pull it. I don't yeah. ever want to have to use it. Yeah. I have no interest in, in using it. It's only there in case I need it. And I won't even draw it to scare somebody. I won't draw it for any other purpose than to use it. And that means I have to be in a life or death situation, absolutely threatening. Like that's, that mindset is uh, something that we need. Uh, yeah. It's like oh, last resort, no other recourse. Uh, and it's for a just reason. Yeah. But I like that it's in there and it, and it does specify. It doesn't go into great detail. It just says, you know, upon just and necessary occasions, yeah. you are able uh, to uh, to go to war. And again, I know some people who are pacifists have very detailed arguments against this sort of a thing. But, you know, for simple guys like us, um, we look at it like this. To know that uh, that someone, whether it's your family or your neighbor, that someone is uh, in real danger, there's an imminent threat, and you can stop uh, this this person or these people from killing and maiming, but you don't because you refuse to use force, even when you know they're going to use force. I don't think that's loving your neighbor. I think you've got to stop yeah. the threat. If you can, if you have the opportunity, and there's no other recourse. So that tends to be, I think, how I think about it. I think we're both on the same page on that. No, for sure. And I mean, one of the things you were talking about is uh, really what's necessary. What's mm -hmm. necessary, what's good. Um, and when we talk about what's necessary and what's good. And just. And just. We, we really can't leave out the Doctrine Devotion Southwest Conference happening March 21st in Burleson, Texas. Yeah, it's at Grace View from a Distance Baptist Church. <laughs> That's that's going to stick. That's going <laughs> to stick right there. So, Joe, we're talking about uh, contending for the gospel. Uh, that's right. Fight. 
Fight, fight. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 justly, just yes. war, yes. But to protect orthodoxy and promote unity. That's, yeah, exactly. And so you want to head to the website, DrForsha.com. You can scroll down there. We've got the banner. You click it, register, sign up today. Joe Thorne's going to be speaking. Jimmy Fowler's going to be speaking. We are really excited. Seating is limited, and we're going to have a, uh, a hangout March 20th, the oh. night before. Now, how are we going to get – when we do that, that's going to be limited, limited seating. That's so it's going to be first come, first serve. We're going to send out the email blast the to email, people who have registered. And then they have to... You'll have a window of time to go, I'm in, and so, then you'll get you'll So get I'm a, thinking, because the conference is in March, March in February, we need late to... Late February, yeah. Yeah. Probably actually mid-February so people can plan. Because if one of people are coming from out of town, right? Too bad. No, no, you got to let them out. plan. So nope. uh, yeah, you actually need to get registered then if you want to be... You got to register now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Register now. So that's what I'm trying but to we'll help. we'll tell you when we tell you, and you'll just be yeah, happy yeah. with so, that. Yeah, you get what you mid, get, you don't throw a In fit. mid-February. Yep. Yeah, yeah, at the end of February. Yeah. Mid-February. Yeah, probably early March. <laughs> That'd be horrible. Yeah. This is why you don't get to go to Vegas. Oh, really? you can't plan well. Yeah. I, I, you can Greg plan. plan it? Greg didn't plan it. You just, you planned it for him. Uh, no, no, no. Gre- yep. No. Yep. No. Yep. No, no. Greg is a lawyer. He thinks, he plans, he schedules. And then his wife fixes it. I know exactly no, what no, happened over there. did not fix this at No, I'm all. not saying Allison fixed it. I'm just saying that's what happened. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm saying Greg planned this. He knew exactly what we were doing and how after, to do it. Yeah, after, after the boss said, hey, you're coming. He didn't plan anything. He was no, roped into it. He was not roped he into was it. Roped he into was roped into it. He was not roped he into was it. He was Cowboy Cerrone roped into <laughs> that UFC fight. So you're saying I shoulder punched him? You did. Three times, <laughs> broke his nose, orbital socket, kicked him, and then grounded, pounded him until he went out in 40 seconds. Yeah. We all saw the fight. If you didn't see the fight, just uh, Google, was it UFC 246? Yep. And 42nd uh, uh, fight between Conor McGregor and uh, Cowboy Cerrone. It was yeah. good. It was good. Yeah. That, that was good. There was a couple of good fights. Yeah. Oh, like the Holly Holm fight? That was not Yeah, one. no kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I right. can't I can't talk too much about that one. Yeah. She's awesome. Everybody loves Holly yeah, Holm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, even she was like, yeah, that was boring. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was thanks to her. I got my seats. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Holly. She, yeah, she knows. She <laughs> thank know. you, Holly. I felt bad she was apologizing for it not being a super exciting fight. Yeah. You know, and I was like, well, listen, not every fight's going to go the way you want. And she's so awesome and so generous. Like, yeah, yeah. And nobody was mad. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. And I, I, was, wasn't, I wasn't mad about the seats. Thanks again, Holly. Yeah. Hey, Holly, thanks for, uh, thanks for hooking me up, too. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Joe, 24 3. Mm-hmm. Civil magistrates being set up by God for the ends aforesaid. Ooh, very well said, Jimmy. Thank you. I was afraid. Here we go. Uh, subjection in all lawful things commanded by them ought to be yielded by us in the Lord, not only for wrath, but for conscience sake. And we ought to make supplications and prayers for kings and all that are in authority that under them we may live a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, real simple stuff, right? Submit to the governing authorities, right? That's what they're saying. Submit yeah. to the governing authorities in all lawful things commanded by them. Now, lawful doesn't mean legal in your society. It means uh, in conformity to the will of God. Lawful mm. means good. Okay? So in all things that are good, when they command it, we ought to yield that, right? So if they're saying, hey. You should be wearing your seatbelt, you know, as you're driving. That That's one I, of those things we yep. should. We should be doing, and you, absolutely, unless and, it's a constitutional violation, we, that saying. it would somehow be in conflict. <laughs> okay, you with, show me where okay. it is right now. What if you've you've thought this argument through? I'm, I'm not arguing about anything. No, you've thought the why argument through. Why are you going through? all G3 on me? What are you doing? What are you talking why are you, about? G3? Why are you getting all aggro and picking fights? What, what is? What, how did you even? Bring I, you in wouldn't G3? know. You were gone in Vegas. I don't know what you're you talking about. Sin City. That's where you were. Yeah. <laughs> so what was? Wait, wait. What? Is that why someone was asking if I was going to Atlanta? 
Oh, the G theory. Okay, someone's asking. G three, not G theory. G theory. G theory is like a like a isn't that like a gym? G theory. I think that's orange theory. Oh, I don't know what it is. I don't go to the gym. All right, so so okay, what happened to G three? I don't know. All I don't. I don't. I wasn't there. Yeah, but I've got people there. Okay, and I did. I did hear that. <laughs> I did hear that uh, that the future of G three. You know, it's going well. They got thousand, like six thousand people. Like it was a really big that, conference. That's a that's a can, strong conference. Can you imagine the organization, the the work that like yeah. that seriously? Like, hey, listen, guys, I, I know hats we're, off to we're going to bust chops here in a little bit, but uh, seriously, well done. done that yeah, is have hard. Done very stuff. well. We have three hundred people, and we're like, and we're like <laughs> it was really hard. And Jimmy don't do anything. We just <laughs> smoke cigars, and everybody else does it. Yeah. So, all right, but they're going to move the conference to every other year. I believe, if I understand correctly, they're going to move it to every other year, and they're going to have it on a cruise ship. They stole our idea. Did you tell Stop them? Stop it. Did you tell them? Listen, we, I we literally never, got, we I literally last week, mm-hmm. it might have been last week or the week before, I got a text from someone asking if we would do. But here's the thing. Our on. dumb audience is going to think that you're serious no, right no. now about us doing that. We no, would never we're do not that. doing it, but yeah. I did receive a text asking. If, if we're going to do a cruise? Uh, let me find it. Yes, it was like a Disney cruise. It was like yeah, a Disney oh cruise, gosh. but it was, or maybe they just said destination Disney. We're not doing any cruises. We're not going to Disney. You, you know who you are, and I'm not going to embarrass you by saying your name. Well, what does it rhyme with? Uh, Tef Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, we're not, like, that's just, like just the cruise. There's nothing wrong with a cruise, right? I mean, I'm not getting on that thing because it's a boat they sink. I'm not doing, but nothing wrong with a cruise. But the whole like conference Christian cruise thing just kind of creeps me out. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, it's weird. It no, just yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, so anyways, what yeah. were we talking about? Oh yeah. So you submit to the governing authorities when pursuing justice, um, when they're not establishing wickedness, when their commands are lawful. That that's what you do. And then it also calls us to pray for our leaders. Now this is an obvious one. Uh, yeah. Scripture calls us to do this. We're supposed to be praying for all people at all times, especially those in authority. And so that doesn't mean you can't call them out. You have to call out your leaders when they're wrong. And in America, we have this beautiful liberty so that you can disagree with publicly, go on social media and say, I don't like what my president, or if you're that sensitive, you don't want to call him your president, the president, uh, is doing (laughs) right now. Because somehow somehow the person's no longer your president. uh, You're you're not under their authority. uh, Obama was my president, and uh, while seeming like a nice guy, like a terrible job. And it was like like foolish – even then, when, when you know some Republicans, yeah, like, that's know, not like, my president. Uh, yeah, listen, it, it, he this is our, this is the this is the president that in God's providence is now in office, and so we have to interact with and show respect and submit wherever lawfully uh, possible to our rulers. And yeah. so, yeah, like listen, um, so you can disagree, you can campaign against them, yep. you can point out all their flaws and their errors and their hypocrisy and their evil and and all of that. That that's that that's fine. That, yeah, that's all, all that's good, good. but. You still got to show respect, and you really should pray for. What in the world is beeping over there? Is hmm? that your phone? What is no. that? Something's beeping. Oh, oh no, no, that's it's on your leg. What was this? <laughs> what is that? All right, it's cold out. I started my car because oh we're getting towards the end. Yeah, well, <laughs> I want a warm remote car. Start. I want a warm well, <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> remote <laughs> start. <laughs> Yeah. I just said, come on, it's cold Why don't out. you go ask your manservant to take some blankets out there and uh, put them in the seats for you so that you can wrap up even, get extra snuggly when well, you drive. That. Where's Greg? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he basically is your manservant now. All right. So but yeah, we should be praying for our leaders. Yeah. Now, But you, you touched on something there, Joe. Uh, something that people probably aren't going to really like to hear. 
Oh, you. <laughs> God ordains who is the president of oh. our country, who is ruling in other countries, and there's there's confusion. So about God this. God chose Trump. Yeah, God chose Trump. Yeah, and God chose Obama before that. Yep. God chose both Bushes. And Clinton. Chose Clinton. Uh, this is not. He chose Boris Johnson. This is not complicated. I don't know why people seem to trip over this. Like yeah. this is not. They're all about the sovereignty of God in every other aspect except this. It's like so. So here's the thing. Well, that and salvation. So, some people. <laughs> some people are all about like God chose Trump. Now you know who you're talking about, Jack Graham and those kinds of guys. Mm-hmm. God chose Trump, and if God chose Trump, you should choose Trump. That's not how it works, that, bro. That's not, that's that, not, that, that, that's that's not that's, a thing. Okay, yeah, that's so, a misuse. So, um, and then there are other people uh, who, you know, push back against this. You can't say that God chose Trump. All right, so God ordained. We believe as Reformed Baptists that God has ordained all things, yep. and Scripture is pretty clear that He does put people in office. But you know, you don't have to read a whole lot of the Old Testament to see how God puts people in leadership, and sometimes they're bad, and sometimes they're good. Yeah. Sometimes they're wicked and they have their own devices, and sometimes they're submitting themselves to the Lord. Um, you know, God putting somebody in office uh, doesn't mean that he is uh, approving of who they are as a person. It means he has a plan that we may not totally understand. Yeah. He may be uh, purifying the church, testing the church. He may be accomplishing a thousand purposes that are beyond our purview and above our pay grade. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, yeah. It's you can say that whoever is in the office is there by the sovereign hand of God, and that president, whoever that is, needs to soberly consider that, yeah. and then say, therefore, how will I govern? What will I do, knowing that God put me here, and I'm going to be held accountable for what I do because every leader will be held accountable. Yeah. So uh, God ordains our kings, but that doesn't make them good. It doesn't make them bad either way. Um, God's plans are His plans. Everybody, quit tripping about this. this is, people are. That's just not a hard one. We got yeah. so many other things we could be talking about. Yeah. There's like, other things to argue about. Yeah. Like Christian cruises. <laughs> Destination Disney. And so I want to stand corrected. It wasn't about a cruise, but it was about Destination Disney. What, I don't even know what that is. What's like, Destination Disney? Well, like we would go and have a conference right outside Disney. Why would we do that? Orlando is a pit. Yeah. So that others people could come. They come to the conference and then they go Disney. Okay, first of all, I've never gone to Disney. I can't go there and not take my kids. I've never been. Of course, that's the whole that's the whole yeah. plan. Well, then what am I? What am, what, is it a conference or is it a, is it a family it's, it's vacation? Both. both. Yeah. Which at that point, I'm not sure. You know, people are going to want to do that. Nobody's going to do that. Nobody. Wants, Orlando's the worst. Hey, Jared, remember when you wanted to have the normal pastors conference in Orlando? <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, Did you really not a great idea. Don't, or don't. don't go to Orlando. You know why we're not going to Orlando? Because nobody will show up. No one's going to show we up. We would not do it in Orlando. You yeah. know why we're going to Texas? Yeah, people show up. And you know what you can see there? Uh, not Grace. You can see Grace. <laughs> you can see it from a view. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> hey, listen, all you guys over there at Grace Free Baptist Church, you know that we love you. And you've always been so cool to us. And Until now. Hey, listen, last time I was there, I think it was the last time I was there, I had my son with me, and at this upcoming Doctrine and Devotion Conference, Eli is coming back. Boom, my boom. The son's going to be there, so, uh, and he's looking to, to uh, you know, pick a fight with one of those Graceview kids. So, yeah, he's, oh. ready, he's ready to do it. All right. Yeah, so right. Get, find your toughest, baddest youth member, and uh, we'll, 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 Eli, we'll get him in the cage. We'll do something fun. It'll be cool. Well, oh, we can sell raffle tickets and like, yeah, what that'd you, be what fun. Is going I, on. I don't know what yeah. you're doing. What well, are you doing? I have to make up for not going to UFC 246. <laughs> I, I got to have my own UFC. You, wait, you have to. Oh. 
<laughs> well, we'd lo- love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website DrDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or register for the Southwest Conference happening March 21st. Your car. Fresh pod every Monday start. and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesday. Start anyways? Uh, most of us. Later. I, well, I guess every Bucati comes with them. So it's it's, not, it's, you know it's, that's not good stuff. I don't know what it is. It's, a, it's foreign. That's a, that's a Hyundai. It's a, that's not a Hyundai. I have a Hyundai. That's a Hyundai. That is not a Yes, it is. I know what it is. You want me to say what it is? Go ahead. What? No, that's you don't even know what car that is. That's how you're yeah. Oh, is that not that's not the new car? Mm, That's your family car? Oh, it is a Hyundai. Bye! (laughs) 